Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, weary traveler. Need a short rest? Oh, I see. They said you'd be showing up about now. Come on, through the portal. Best not keep the Lord Mistress and Lord Master waiting. You know how they get. Robots Radio presents The Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. The best way for everyone from experienced dungeon masters to those curious about D&D to learn more about the worlds, creatures, and lore of Dungeons and Dragons. The Forest Queen has long dwelled in quiet glades and the peaceful hearts of those who walk the wilderness. Her voice is heard in the whisper of the wind-blown canopy, and her touch is felt by all who look upon a unicorn with wonder. Myliki is goddess of forests, and she is also a protector of those who enter them. She gives her love to those at home in the wild world or those who seek solace away from civilization. Already, well, I'm already going to convert. <laughs> already, I'm like, that sounds incredible. Yeah, I could just get to chill in nature all the time and look at yeah, look upon unicorns it. with wonder. Yeah. Bet. Sign me up. Absolutely. I set my bet up so I can stare at the trees out the window. Uh, so like I said, uh, <laughs> my leaky is the patron of druids and, and rangers in the Faerunian mm-hmm. pantheon. Uh, she is also the neutral good goddess of forests and forest creatures and comes from the real world Finnish pantheon. Like actually, I like, love that. Like many of the, um, you know, goddess and gods and goddesses um, that like and Maliki, you know, traces her roots back to you know almost the original D and D game, I believe. Um, a lot of those are inspired by like real life, um, you know, uh, mythology, yeah, deities and, that and right. things that we run across in actual IRL lore. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, also known as the Lady of the Forest, 
She was also the goddess of autumn for a time, uh, but this domain was reclaimed by its previous deity during the second Sundering. Uh, scholars of other lands have proposed that uh, she's also known as Kiliara, the forest maiden, and Rashaman, and also had a half-elven aspect known as Kalrishar on the Isle of Evermeet, which we all know is like the, it's like um, like uh, the Bermudas for elves. It's like, right. you know, it's like where they hang out. Uh, and we've always talked about, uh, you know, how, how evil evil mm-hmm. folk evil deities evil just evil people in general have the cool mm-hmm. have much cooler nicknames they really do get some good uh, nicknames. and and really if you're if you're a good guy your nicknames are kind of mid uh yeah. however some of these are kind of dope okay like okay. i said uh, there's lady of uh, lady of the forest uh, mm-hmm. there's the forest queen mm-hmm. mistress of the forest uh, I like our, that one. I like that one. That one's a little. That one's a little sensual. As a mistress, and, and I am partial. <laughs> right, uh, our lady of the forest, mm-hmm. uh, the supreme ranger, mm-hmm. which is dope, and then daughter to Sylvanus, which uh, we'll we'll talk about Sylvanus here in a little bit. Okay. So, uh, what you know? How would one describe my leaky? If you were to say like, oh, like I I I rock with my leaky, and someone's like, tell me about her. Uh, this is probably what you'd say. Okay. Uh, you would describe Mylikey as being cheerful, uh, with a ready smile, always having confidence in herself and her path. Like what she's doing, she she believes it's the right thing to do. I like it. Uh, and I think, like I said, interestingly enough, uh, but while she shows that full confidence in small groups, she is sort of averse to formal speaking and like and being in larger groups, like being in charge of larger groups. Which I can again, vibe like, with that too. Right, exactly. Like, okay, okay. So Mood. far, like, where, like, where do I sign up? Uh, yeah, I'm okay with this. And she does not consider people to, you know, she does not make friends lightly. You know, she doesn't call someone a friend, you know, all willy nilly, all William right. Nilliam. Uh, but those those folks that she does, you know, consider a friend, she demonstrates fierce loyalty and protectiveness. Heck yeah. Uh, again, like this is like, I mean, if I if I were like walking down a city street and someone mm-hmm. handed me like a pamphlet, it's like, hey, have you heard the good news of my leaky and started telling me all this? I'd be like, OK, actually, okay. that one sounds good. No, uh, that's, like that's actually, actually like we were we did have, you know, we were we'd have tickets to see a movie, but I think we might hear some more about this. Um, in keeping with being the patron deity of the ranger, you know, mm-hmm. her views tend to be those of the archetypical ranger uh right you know the the typical ranger the the standard ranger um however even so post second sundering she is now seen as more remote and more of like a spiritual deity like less human-like than many other gods and it's not that she's um that she's unmindful of people but her attention and favor are difficult to attract for whatever reason mm-hmm. this wasn't always the case though uh according to elminster uh, she used to be the most responsive of deities uh, always answering those who prayed to her um you know and not 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 only when it was convenient for her um and usually it was within a year of their asking a year of their petition you know she would give aid to her faithful um and if she didn't she would let them know like hey like this is why it's because you did this you didn't measure up in this way and then uh, only after completing a great quest 
would she change her mind? Uh, oh, which okay. like awesome, like, you know, very yeah. like typical like D and D stuff is like, you know, like, Oh, I worship my leaky, but you know, and I petitioned her to save, you know, to do this. Uh, but she said I had to, you know, and, you know, go on this quest first. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's a backstory right there. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I'm trying to do my goddess as well. I, I'm trying here. I want to make a real good impression. <laughs> right. I'm going to try to get promoted. I'm trying to get a promotion. Uh, so sometimes so that she might test the conduct of her rangers, my leaky would pose as a mortal woman, you know, lost and alone in the woods. Uh, but if you were especially observant, you will be able to tell that this seemingly normal woman actually left no trail because her feet didn't even touch the ground. Oh, that's a neat trick. It's a very neat trick. And she has a lot of neat tricks that we'll get into. She has a lot of cool powers. Heck yeah. Um, While she knew that death was a part of life, uh, you know, and that some must die so that others may live, she would simply not accept injuries and deaths of both animals and friends and would usually heal, you know, these uh, hurt or wounded animals or friends as she found them rather than leave them to be a part of, you know, the Lion King circle of life as other deities or Bufasa would. Right, right, right. Uh, to bring this all into the Disney verse of it all, you got it. Uh, Is that where we're going tonight? We're going Disney tonight. Oh, we boy. might. We might. We're the... gonna get so many copyright strikes from me. Uh, well, we've already uh, we discussed Beauty and the Beast already in the in the pre-show chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's Lion King. So let's see what else we can do. Oh, um, my Leaky's preferred avatar was the Supreme Ranger, which I um I always think of like those like ten inch tall Power Ranger action figures. <laughs> The, when, like the extra yeah, yeah like, like that extra one big that was, ones yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're like i like there's like there's no like functional like i can't use my i can't like you know rock this one with like my ninja turtles like this is too big right but then you have to like, unless concoct, he's a kaiju well yeah then you have to concoct some like you know storyline as to why he's so much bigger than everyone else why and, are you you are literally complaining about dming yourself as a child now <laughs> i mean I, yeah, you know, wow. Okay. Yeah. You've definitely unlocked stuff. Uh, I would, yeah, I would create storylines with my GI Joes, including like deaths and stuff. Yeah. Like, um, all right. Well, let's, that's, yeah, that's for another date and time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the Supreme Ranger uh, appeared as a tall woman of uh, robust and shapely build and lithe grace. I don't uh, know what kind of Power Rangers you had, but mine did not look like that. Well, this one, this one does. This one, oh, this one moves awesome. with the spring of a leaping buck and Ooh. the ease of a prowling panther. I love it. Uh, and usually is uh, clothed in the colors of dull green, brown, and uh, right. would usually wear like you know leather armor that's you know commonly mm-hmm. used by rangers. Yeah. Um, her other avatar was the Forest Queen. Uh, looking to be like a young maiden who had golden hued moss, <clears throat> excuse me, golden hued moss and leaves for hair. Ooh. Uh, this avatar would wear like sheer yellow and green gossamer robes, even in chill winter weather, and always had summer song birds like fluttering around her and, you know, singing their song. All right, Disney princess. Got it. I mean, like Snow White. She's literally a princess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, then like, you know, Supreme Ranger, like, you know, like very like you know uh like warrior like much like mulan 
Ooh, okay, okay. I haven't seen that one. Uh, no matter her choosing, like no matter like if she was Supreme Ranger or Forest Queen, my Lincoln right. was ten feet tall. Oh, that's that's big. That's uh-huh, uh-huh, that's. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, you're you're gonna have to you know uh, explain why this de- like why this woman is so much taller than everyone else. Like, um. Also, my leaky spoke in a rich low purr, and like I said, always walked on the air so that her feet never made contact with the ground, and thus, like we mentioned, never left any tracks. Man, I don't know. I just think I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't question it. Would you question that? No, I mean, I I see a ten foot tall woman who is like you know maybe like half an inch above the ground. I I'm not. I'm like I'm saying, hey, hello, how are you? Um, how, you know, if she like walks into my place of employee, like if I'm uh, at a tavern somewhere, like, how, you know, what can I serve you? How would you, would you like a menu? Just, yes, ma'am. Is the only answer. Yeah, I'm, I not, have, I'm, I think. Not, I'm not questioning. If it comes up in conversation, like if yeah, she happens to so say tall, something, girl. like, yeah, if she happens to say something like, she's like, oh, I almost hit my head on that chandelier. I'm like, yeah, you are pretty tall. Now that you mentioned it, I, I mean, I hadn't noticed it till you said it something. But I mean, in this kind of a world setting in, you know, in Faerun, though, all these really tall, really huge That's beings, true. not Probably necessarily had... abnormal. That's true. The floating bit, you might get a, huh. Uh, you know, something, I haven't seen that, but That's you know, true. what can I get you? <laughs> yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. You're absolutely walk right. Amazingly. Oh yeah. Absolutely. That would be great. Um, occasionally she would also have, uh, like the antlers of stat of a stag emerging from her forehead either like already present when she appeared or like growing ever so slowly as mortals watch, which is a flex. I feel it is is a flex and a way to pick on people. Right. Uh, Though um, she uh, uh, displayed these less often after Bashaba, who is Mm -hmm. the evil goddess of accidents, bad luck, misfortune, and just random misfit uh, (laughs) mischief. Um, uh, adopted black antlers as her symbol and so by like by where we're at uh, or rather by late 14th century dr you know okay. uh, my leaky yeah. really stopped using the the antlers i don't really want to wear these anymore they've got a whole thing like right. tied to them now right like um i remember when discussing names for uh my daughter you know mm-hmm. way back in the gap uh several names were shot down because like oh no i knew a instant <laughs> name here and i did not like her yeah so yeah she's like well like bishaba ruined those for for me cool yeah uh, also the <laughs> goddess of it. i love the goddess of accidents bad luck misfortune those are all kind of like okay like that makes sense and then just random, random mischief. mischief and i i gotta say that might be a uh, i might worship dually I mean, that's what o- the goblin in my brain is after. Like, if only like she wasn't an evil goddess. If only yeah. like you know we could find like a like maybe even a neutral god or goddess, a neutral trickster with, goddess. Yeah, I'm with here that, for it. Like portfolio, you know. Like I'm not like looking to hurt anybody. I just you know, I'm just gonna you know put a snake in her boot, like Toy Story. <laughs> uh, so with a, not appearing as one of her avatars. My leaky would often uh, uh, manifest in the form of a white unicorn that glowed and galloped in the air and who possessed the ability to teleport anywhere uh, within Faerun at will. Uh, could also mentally communicate with, you know, living creatures, uh, cast spells with its horn, which is dope. Okay, I mean, like... so my inner 
neon leopard print lisa frank heart is so yeah you're loving inner, this right now like seven-year-old child she is giddy right <laughs> uh less often she could also appear as a floating glowing like light of uh, a blue white or even gold green oh. and a rust hue kind of will of the wispy a little bit yeah uh the uh faithful however believed that her most common manifestation was her whispering voice echoing forever through all the forests of the world via the mm. rustling of leaves oh i already worship her then i mean like i feel that's one of my favorite sounds it's it's all so like calming and serene mm-hmm. uh it's said that after a time of meditation and introspection a good and faithful worshiper could listen to and comprehend these whispers uh, and said, this is awesome to me. Some bards and rangers tried writing them down. And though they got different results each time, which is cool. Like, I mean, like that, like a bard and a ranger or two different bards, two different rangers, yeah. whatever, maybe listen to the same thing and then, you know, write and, but hear something different. That's awesome. Um, like, it. like what? I said, I like it. I like it. Yeah. I'm here uh, for it. You know, and though, like I said, though the, the results were different, they were generally found to be messages of understanding and preserving the forests and wildlife. Mm-hmm. And long-term listeners apparently became talented in typical like ranger uh, skills, like tracking, right. survival, zoology, stuff like that. Yeah. So that goes into the whole, the woods whispering their secrets to you if you listen. Yes. Kind of a vibe. Um, typically my leaky, you know, is was most enjoyed exploring all the forests in Faerun, you know, caring for them, defending them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it said that though her reasons are unknown to mortals, she protected the high forest most of all and prevented it from being logged by, by humans, elves, you know, whoever else. Um, oh. And her followers claimed that she would personally bring destruction down on those who would despoil it, regardless of their reasons. No touchy. Do not. There it is. Do There's not touch the, uh, the high forest. There we go. I went full Cusco. Uh, in particular, Maliki was said to wander the Unicorn's Run, uh, which is a river within the high forest, and to live nearby because you know was often sighted in that area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, the members of the Harpers, who um, you may know as an organization in the Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves movie. Oh. Uh, held this to be obviously true and even made hazardous pilgrimages up the river. Uh, Myleki, um, of course, you know, watched over rangers, druids, right. dryads, other forest beings, mm-hmm. as well as any any good person, like any good person that happens to be in the woodland. Any, of course, any like lost child in in the woods, you know, regardless of how evil the threats against them. So oh. you know, I mean, which is kind of cool. Like you don't even have to. Like, you know, worship her or rock with her like that. You can just like be a good person and be in the woods and, you know, be safe from bugbears. I mean, yeah, you don't want to be a backpack. You don't, you don't want to be a backpack. Oh, goodness. That's a, yeah, that's a reference to some pre, uh, pre-show pre banter. Bringing it back. So, uh, you know, bringing about destruction, protecting, uh, you know, good people, lost children in the right. world. And- you know, how does my leaky uh, do this? So, you know, Mylie- I, I was wondering, I need to know what sort of things she wields. Well, as far as like, you know, actual, like, you know, like hand to hand combat or mm-hmm. uh, you know, of sorts, uh, when in battle, my leaky <laughs> would sometimes use her two scimitar sized horn blades, okay. known, you know, um, 
you know, very uh, coincidentally it, enough, uh-huh. as the horn blades. Oh, like cool. Horn well, blades at least you won't forget H. what they're called. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, which she uh, sometimes would lend to mortal rangers who then uh, would embark on great quests on her behalf. Okay. Um, but she didn't engage in melee often uh, and favored her fists when she did, which like if I didn't love her enough already, like, like, you know, yeah. like I don't, I don't fight too often. But what I do, I would like to punch. <laughs> mm-hmm. I get that. Look, if I don't, I don't want to fight, but if I, if I have to, I'm going to feel it when I do. Right. Right. Uh, right. Get on in there, throw some blows and whatnot. She's protecting them little folks. Don't be messing with them little folks walking through the woods. All right. That's uh, that's a ranger that you need to play. <laughs> that's like I, I I need to get this off my chest. I picture wood elves as having backwoods accents and I can't not. OK. Yeah. Yeah. And so, enough, yeah. Wood elf ranger of, like the mm-hmm, aristocratic mm-hmm. like English accent like wood elves like sound like squidbillies. Uh, like billies or they're from somewhere in the bayou and you don't speak that specific right, like, dialect like, yeah like squidbillies or bobby boucher uh so... my brain was going to bobby boucher if we're gonna be completely <laughs> honest that is the reference that's great i'm nailed it you nailed the accent or joe dirt or yeah yeah any like any one of the pick one of those three oh, and you, yeah. you'll be fine <clears throat> all right that's what you can uh i will create this character and it will exist somewhere and I am so sorry. <laughs> and I, I apologize in advance. I, yeah. Um, so yeah, so like didn't engage in melee combat often. She would um, right. rather rely on like her skills and magic, mm-hmm. um, but would also have a longbow just in case named Heart Song. Ooh. But it's arrows. It's awesome. It, it's arrows struck not to inflict injury, but to bring life. Where they landed, forest plants appeared and grew in a matter of moments, even entangling whoever she wished. And the darker part of me says I'd be real messed up to shoot one down someone's throat. I mean, or into their chest and watch I'm, it explode them. But I'm sure know. that's happened before. It's had to have happened before. If I've thought of it, some somebody else has already thought of it and done it, and probably did it a little cooler than I imagined and, it, and pissed off their DM. And they probably uh, <laughs> made the DM just go like, like every yeah, time. Sure, roll for it. Whatever. Uh, so what go kind ahead. of what kind of powers did Maliki have? What kind of magic? Mm. Um, well, Maliki yes, was a supremely talented tracker, you know, obviously mm-hmm. being a master ranger and druid. Right. Uh, and she was skilled in all aspects of survival, hunting, wilderness lore, um, you know, all the stuff that you would think of when you think of a, mm-hmm. of a ranger and a druid. Uh, her greatest favorite enemies were the undead, shape changers, and dragons, followed by uh, giants, and it says animals. Um, which uh, it's it, it's a bit uh, contradictory because later it says that um, that all animals obey her, even those that are like under the control of others. So not sure why that would be a favorite enemy of hers, but um, might be one of those things that she uh, adjusted her views over time. True, true. That's um, the lore cover up for switching the time. Right, right, exactly. Right? Okay, cool. Let's typical sure lore, that's a typical this. lore cover up for sure from like that's second to third up. to fourth edition. Yeah. Uh, she Good. is instantly alerted to any action that would threaten a uh, forest. Um, and so Maliki could cast spells from any school of magic, except for those of necromancy and illusion to protect right. those forest areas. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and it says, in fact, that her very touch destroyed undead, which is 
pretty dope. I mean, it makes sense. Like this, like goddess of like the forest and the trees and like of nature, seemingly and life, right? Creating that, life. That yeah, just that her mere touch could destroy the undead. Uh, in addition to touching undead and destroying them, she could simply by touching any tree create treants <gasps> at will. Uh, and as well as summon 12 forest creatures of one type to her side every two minutes. You know, and these creatures obeyed their goddess unto death. So imagine like 12 thumpers coming at you and then 12 flowers two minutes later. Nice. <laughs> nice. That of all the creatures that you could have gone with, you pick skunks and rabbits. Of course, every time. <laughs> Uh, but of course, like she could also summon, you know, great packs of wolves, you right. know, or or flocks of hawks, you know, if you want to get typical with it. Um, and then up to flocks a dozen of hawks is just an Aarakocra all barred team. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a yeah, that's a, that that is a new wave Aarakocra t- uh like a uh, band, <laughs> flocks of hawks. All right, well, I've peaked. It is. Uh, also a dozen or so unicorns um mm. like i said um she could then speak to these animals cause them to grow in size or become intelligent or also fall asleep which um i wish i could do that with my dog sometimes just be oh like hey just gosh, go to sleep same. please just go to sleep um mm-hmm. and this is what i was mentioning earlier it says that no woodland creature could harm her even those controlled by others so maybe oh. it's uh you know it's non-woodland animals Oh, our, it could a be. favorite and our favorite uh enemy things that are outside of her realm things right, that came right. from well undead things would be too um yeah for sure uh my leaky's very presence canceled all mind-altering effects such as charms <laughs> and psionics on all good and not evil so good oh. neutral creatures up to uh, almost 100 feet like from her goodness yeah so where did my leaky live like where did she kick it uh, what well, Maliki long dwelled upon the material plane itself, or the prime mm. material plane. Uh, and though the precise location was unknown to others, like we said, she uh, was usually thought to live like near Unicorn Run, was having been spotted there several times. Right. Uh, she only established a divine realm in the outer planes in the year of the Gauntlet, which was thirteen sixty nine DR. And then after that, you know, like I said, she resided in the Grove of the Unicorns, which is in the Great Wheel or which in the Great Wheel is in the topmost layer of the appropriately named Beastlands. Uh, And in the World Tree Cosmology, this is located in, again, appropriately, the House of Nature. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes total sense. I love it. So what? what, uh, Go ahead. How do I, I want to be one of her people. Who you are wanna, her people? You want to rock with I, her? Yeah, like who do I have to like, you know, rub elbows with to get an audience? Well, uh, like we mentioned earlier, uh, there's a there's a fellow by the name of Sylvanus. Uh, Maliki was a servant of Sylvanus, uh, the Oak Father, uh, alongside Shantae, the Grain Goddess, and Eldath, the Goddess of Singing Water. Um, however, uh, Sylvanus and Eldath were especially mm-hmm. uh, close to her, and they counted each other as allies, working in harmony, you know, doing trust falls, stuff like that. Right, as you often do. Right. That's what all the gods do. Like, you know, like, falls. you know, say what you're thinking at, on three. One, two, three, boom. 
the, you know um i don't know skunks. why my brain went chicken sandwiches <laughs> well there you go um Green, i mean yes. sounds i mean it sounds good chicken sandwich <laughs> sounds good right about now uh Always. these relationships were mirrored in the alliances of their you know respective church mm. and their priests mm-hmm. Uh, she also served, uh, it says, to balance Sylvanus out of, you know, uh, whenever uh, with her calmness and would ease his rage at those who harm nature. Uh, although her followers sometimes referred to her with the honorific daughter to Sylvanus, which is, like I said, that one of the nicknames that we talked about at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, is not actually the daughter of Sylvanus, rather um, more of like a father figure, sort of, you know. Gotcha. Um, kind of a... The- mentor right right uh this led to some confusion and a false myth that Mileki was the outcome of an affair a sordid torrid love affair oh. uh between sylvanus and hanali salanil uh who is the elven goddess of love mm. which i mean elves are pretty smoking hot anyway but then you like the yeah. one that's in charge of love on top of that no um, yeah i mean yeah, I wouldn't blame Sylvanus. I'm mean, all I'm saying is I wouldn't blame Sylvanus if it were if it were true. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, following the spell plague in late 15th century DR, Myleki actually resided with Sylvanus in his domain in the deep wilds in the World Axis cosmology. Uh, deep wilds also just sounds like the most amazing place, right? The places where there's less people, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but like, the more trees and the less people, sign me up. Yeah, I'm in. Um, and then there's Eldath, who she thought of uh, like a sister, and was mm-hmm. you know, uh, was so close uh, that their relationship, uh, in their relationship, that she was uh, that she gave her fellow goddess a nickname, Datha. Uh, and this was uh, I don't, um, I didn't understand. In maybe, uh, you know, I I don't I don't I am not a I don't have a sister. I am not a sister. Mm-hmm. Um, it says they had been seen to hug one another like sisters. Like, do sisters have like a special sort of? I don't hug. That... Maybe it just is to imply like there's a more than just an old friend. Oh hi, how are you? It's more of a not an obligatory hug from either side, perhaps. I don't know. My sister still sits in my lap, and I, so I mean, she's like, bigger than me. I I like I mean, so y'all don't have like this like special like hug that y'all do. No, there's no super secret cool ones, but maybe we're just the, not cool. Look, there is. You just don't want to spill the beans. I I get I get it. We'll move on. Look, I, I understand. I Message can't... heard loud and mm-hmm, clear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it says that you know, despite these bonds, these very close bonds, however, Mileki like always followed her own path. Right. Um, additionally, like you know, while like I said, she served Sylvanus, Mileki was in turn served by uh, Gwerin Winstrom, mm-hmm. LaRue, and Shialaya. Uh, Gwerin uh, served as Myleki's messenger to the Elvish, to the Gnomish, and to the Halfling pantheons mm-hmm. when she needed a favor. Uh, this was thanks to his good relations with them. Um, he would also serve as her intermediary with mortals, uh, usually rangers in the north, mm-hmm. when, like, uh, direct speech, direct intervention was was uh, required. And mm-hmm. because of this, he was often known as entitled the mouth of Mileki. Oh my. Uh, when mortals prayed to her through him, uh, he would track her down to whichever forest she was like chilling out in. 
and delivered the message. I just love that. It's like, you like, oh, like I got like, well, hopefully, hopefully she's here. Heck she is again. Maybe she's, oh yeah, no, she's on the other side of the continent. This right. Um, on some of her expeditions, Weyron uh, accompanied Mailiki to lend, mm-hmm. uh, to lend her aid uh you know in tracking and also to uh to train some of the rangers oh, okay. that um that were like paying like uh patronage to her um and then uh larue on the rare occasion that she was pressed into battle my leaky rode upon the back of larue the unicorn oh and um my leaky's like symbol is is that of a unicorn and so some mortals confuse it too. Some mortals think Mylikey is the unicorn, but they're just they're um, just homies. And we'll talk. About, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, Larue. Like uh, we'll talk about Larue a little bit after the break too. Uh, that's a cool little story. Is how they like how they got together, how they like you know locked up. Okay. Uh, okay. And then lastly, uh, Shailaya uh, sent her or lent her services in planting seeds and nurturing seedling in the high forest. And also in midwifing for pregnant forest animals. So, oh. you know, the high forest, like we've mentioned, is mm-hmm. someplace especially that Mailiki defends and, and cares for. And the fact that Shailai is also, you know, helping right. you know, nurse these pregnant forest animals is, you know, I, I, if that's how Absolutely. If you want to get in my in Mailiki's good graces, there, that's how you do it. Take care of the forest animals. Got it. Um, and in fact, after the spell plague, Shailaya was counted as uh, Mylikki's exarch, uh, who is a being of extraordinary power, much like a demigod. Okay. Uh, Mylikki also had other allies among deities, such as Lathander, as well as enemies. You know, uh, there's Talos and Malar. They especially hated Mylikki's dream for the Delambir Crescent, which is this mm-hmm. geographical area considered to be her favorite land. Um, and often had their cults bring destruction and bloodshed to the area and for the people there, which is like just a hater move, really. That is. That's just. Um, well, among I mean... the non-human gods, she was also an ally of several deities, including Martha Moore Dwin of the Dwarven Pantheon, you know, the Elvish gods, Corallon, uh, Solinar, Thelandira. Uh, um, and mm-hmm, actually, mm-hmm. Solinar and and Mylikki are uh, said to be romantically linked. Oh, um, plus you know some of the gnomish pantheon, the halfling pantheon, um, right? And in terms of the multiverse, uh, if you want to go to a whole new world, Mylikki uh, was on good terms with the Orth deity, uh, Elona, and the two goddesses even shared a divine realm, the Grove of the Unicorns. And, you know, they would use this to get together to catch up and relax and drink oak root tea and oh. just kind of hanging out. Um, Sounds lovely. And though Alona had no presence on Toral, Mylikki would answer prayers on her behalf for any of Alona's followers who happened to arrive there. Oh. Yeah, so they're homegirls. And um, she seems like she's all right. Oh, she seems great. She seems, I mean, like, this, like, she seems very chill. She and, really does, yeah. I mean, I you have to understand my suspicion considering the gods I've discussed. Exactly. I, I feel <clears throat> like this is the first time in a long time we've discussed a relatively chill god. I know. I'm kind of given the sus eyes. For sure, absolutely. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Ooh. we're going to talk about a couple of Mylikki's champions as well as uh, some like historical fun facts about the goddess. Okay. Sounds like a plan. 
Welcome to the middle of the show where we do uh, a number of things. We uh, we talk some homebrew stuff. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. Uh, discuss like uh, upcoming D&D news. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also thank our patrons. So let's go ahead and start with we that. Do. We do. Um, yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Not any specific patrons on their own, just all of you. Every and, and one of you. Patrons You're in awesome. general are fantastic. Yeah, just patrons in Y'all general. Are great. Awesome sauce. Um, if you want to be awesome sauce, <laughs> that's the best way to segue it. That's all I got for the day. <laughs> um, you could uh join the Patreon at a uh, patreon.com slash dnd lorecast. Um, you can also like if that's not your thing or you can't do that financially, like as far as support goes, that's okay. We get it. Um you can also find us on Twitter and, and Instagram and the TikToks all of the places at dnd lorecast and we just launched our own uh discord server that is show specific so there will be what? a link to Wild. all of that down in the in the show notes hiding at the end of the show yay yeah this discord <laughs> you know is you know you know and we'll still obviously have a huge presence on the robot oh, radio absolutely network absolutely discord. um but this will be, like I said, like you said, specifically for the show. Right. Um, with with it growing, the community growing the way that it was, it just, it seems like it's the appropriate time to kind of set up a place that we have different places to keep things more organized because we do have people from both sides of the world and you can come back and kind of, you know, things will be put in their places a little bit easier and easier to find and all that. Right. You can, you know, little... if you're looking for a game you're looking mm-hmm. uh, for if you if you've started a game and you're looking for players mm-hmm. if you've got homebrew ideas if you've got yes absolutely uh, you, know. you see stuff you think is neat and want to share it for inspiration i have an inspiration channel in my actual servers that i that i dm in it's just the best place for people to throw stuff at you if you need some random homebrew stuff by the way no yeah you exactly. might be able to pull inspiration from places stuff like that um just have kind of we can do more community stuff in that way as well i'm so 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 excited yeah it's it's very cool you've been working very hard on it and it's uh, a i I can't wait to see you know uh what it'll you know what will uh it'll evolve as we evolve it'll level up with us so right um so like yeah like like mary said you can find us on all the social medias d and d lorecast uh, we're we're anywhere, and we love talking about D and D. So you know, shoot us a message, shoot us a, a DM, oh, or an uh, email, or an email. D and D lorecast at gmail.com. Way. Oh uh, man, email's the old fashioned way know, now, isn't, isn't that, it? That's wild, right? Oh man, that's <laughs> wild. I don't. <sighs> um, and if you want to, if you want to spend some uh, some money on some cool D and D stuff, mm. uh, you've come to the right place. Um, I, I do want to spend money on cool D&D stuff. I already well, did that once today, though. Uh, well, you can go to buildabear.com. <gasps> no. And you, this is um, this is online ex- exclusive only. Unfortunately, you can't actually go into your local Build-A-Bear. And, and, you mean I and, don't have to go where there's people to do it? <laughs> uh, so this might be a perk. This might be a benefit. Uh, but you can have your very own ex- uh, Dungeons and Dragons Red Dragon plush. Uh, it could come with. Uh, you can also buy a, a 
uh, either it, it come uh, in 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 its birthday suit, you know, uh, as mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as uh, Tiamat Most intended. Most want to do, <laughs> right? Uh, or you can also purchase like a, a separate like D and D Dungeons and Dragons like black and red T shirt, uh, or you can just get like a regular like you know teddy bear with, that has that T shirt as well. Um, but That's yeah, awesome. I will have a link to the show notes uh, for that. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's a freaking plush red dragon. Like who I, I, I want one immediately. I need it. I need it. I need it. And I want it. I need it. Um, but yeah, like I said, a link to that in the show notes to pick it up. Um, additionally, uh, like I said, we always go by the, um, the, the DMs guild to see like what kind of uh, fun stuff we can get into. And this time around, I had it pulled up, and now I lost it. Here we go. Um, We have Chosen of the Gods. So Chosen of the Gods is a player and DM resource detailing the Chosen of the Forgotten Realms, mortals selected to fulfill the will of the gods. Uh, It includes rules, inspiration, feats, and role-playing details for 50 different Chosen of Faerun, including Myliki, Goddess of the Forest. Uh, so like I say, you get a 40 page PDF with uh, it's completely mm-hmm. hyperlinked uh, in the outline of the table of contents. You've got the background and setting information awesome. for the chosen. And like I said, all those rules, all the inspiration, the feats, all of that. Like I said, not just for my leaky, this is for dang near every one of the Faerunian deities. I mean, there's 50 of them here. It says add chosen of the gods to your cart now and bring the unforgettable chosen of the forgotten realms to your D&D game. And this comes from John Pritchard, and it's only six ninety five. Has four and a half star rating. Uh, it's that it's is, cool. It's very cool. Definitely add some awesome. flavor to uh, to your D anD D game. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you support a uh, you know third party homebrew creator. Yes. On top of that, we love 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 love. Like I I love lore, absolutely. But I will say I love third party creators too. I mean, I'm, I'm one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, this it's, is, I, I, it, it's literally, they're literally the two things that make me love this game mm-hmm. is like the, the world building and the lore. And then also the fact that, oh, you can make anything. Yeah, like you can, pre- you can do facts. anything for the game. <laughs> so you love the fact part of it, but also the, um, the insanity and the fiction. Right. Right. So all of it. I contain multitudes. <laughs> fair that is fair there's probably a god for that probably probably and it's probably it's probably a raccoon in a bag (laughs) i would believe that there's a single raccoon fighting itself in a bag can't seem to get out that that i believe can't seem to get out poor little guy poor little rascal Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all right well let's jump back and finish up (laughs) some my leaky lore yes Welcome back into the My Leaky Lore Dive. We're mm-hmm, talking mm-hmm. the the forest goddess. We're talking the Supreme Ranger. We're talking the mistress <laughs> of the forest. I love it. Uh, so like I said, we're going to discuss a couple of uh, her champions um, and then get into a little bit of uh, her history, like a little bit of like, you know, history factoids, if you will. Okay. Uh, so uh, the first mortal champion that we're going to discuss 
uh, is uh, from the late 14th century DR, mm-hmm. uh, Lady Jareth Falcon of Waterdeep, uh, also known as the Chosen Star of Mylikey or uh, Our Lady's Champion, and sometimes even known as the Granddaughter of Sylvanas. Um, so to be pretty cool once it hits granddaughter right? level, I think it's a lot cooler as granddaughter than it was as daughter. Uh, so to be her chosen, the mm-hmm. goddess granted Jareth uh, certain powers to make her a steadfast forest warrior and, you know, also put Jareth in charge of defending the high forest on her behalf. You know, but obviously, you know, Lady Jareth is is one person and mm-hmm. thus, you know, is is only a champion as long as as their life lasts. Um, right. Not so much for the Green Regent, uh, who is a more longstanding champion of Mylikey, a chosen oh. of Mylikey entrusted with defending the Delambir Vale and her dream for it. So uh, this is actually a title, the Green Regent, uh, uh, rather than mm-hmm. an actual person. And over the centuries, every four years, kind of like a U.S. president, uh, this role was passed from person to person, each one chosen by Mylikey according to her then current needs. Okay. Uh, So in a special rite in Loudwater conducted by the Circle of the Stag, she would pick all kinds of people and uh, often not the most likely, but always the one that, you know, proves to be the right right one for the role and for her plans. Uh, She would communicate with her green regents through dreams and on the plains, her proxies were Tiara and Lemon Canaan. So these were folks that um, would speak for her to the regions Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. they in turn were supported by their scions uh, and these were candidates also picked out by the goddess lemon canaan sounds like a candy it sounds like it sounds like something morden canaan created um just like kind of like you know maybe he like maybe he like (laughs) started drink (laughs) at their version of starbucks i want to i was gonna say it's like he started dating uh, a woman mm-hmm. with a child and so was like try to like you know get in good with the kid and be like oh hey i made this candy like oh it's, it's pretty good we call it like a uh, lemon canaan dang it mm. <laughs> <laughs> um so at one point the line of green regions had been broken uh oh. by uh by the rentia lords of the delambier vale and uh, this okay. was this lasted for like uh more than a century and a half or so about a f- 150 years uh, and it, this, it happened or this, uh, you know, this lasted until Mylikey intervened in the year of spilled blood, which was 1315 DR. So uh, Mylikey takes the form of a unicorn that's being mm-hmm. hunted by a band of mercenaries hired by Pasuk Rensha to seize its horn. Because we all oh. know unicorn horns are, you know, yeah, pretty, pretty sought after. Um, after weeks, they tracked and finally tricked it into teleporting into a trap that they had set. Or so they thought. Haha. Oh. Um, and this wasn't actually anything that Mylikey did. It was actually, in fact, the newest member of the mercenary group, someone by the name of Nana. 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 How do you say that name? Nanathlor. Nanathlor? Nanathlor. Yeah, I know the last part, Graysword. Yeah, that one's easy. Well, I wanted to throw it all together and feel <laughs> the whole name out to make sure I agreed with what I'd said. Nanathlor, <laughs> Graysword. 
like naming a kid you go stand at your back door and shout them and whichever one sounds the best being yelled out loud is probably what you should choose because you're gonna do that a lot oh sure for some reason i always thought that the uh perfect stepdad name Mm -hmm. was rick and the perfect stepmom name was linda man because if you say like those names and then like you're not my real at the end of it it just yeah. it feels right <laughs> i hate how right you are about that and how i've never thought about it before yeah that's that's yes, the that's that raccoon stuck in a bag are, absolutely yeah. yeah you're that poor raccoon he's got like screw you rick this. you're not my real dad screw you yeah. linda you're not my real mom yeah no absolutely so in case you were wondering about um, step-parent lore. Uh, so anyways, the Nath lore gray sword was ordered yeah. to inflict the killing strike, but hesitated, his heart breaking as he gazed into her eyes. A gray sword then vowed that he would not kill such a magnificent beast and then would, in fact, defend it against all that would dare oh. harm it. Uh, and then 12 of the other hunters joined him, and together they oh. mutinied against their captain. Which is awesome. Um, Afterward, Myliki revealed herself as an avatar and made him her new green regent. And those who stood with him, the 12 other hunters, the Scions, Mm -hmm. uh, and then furthermore, um, asked them to liberate uh, Delambir Vale from the rule of these Renshas. um, Mm -hmm. And they did so in the ensuing War of the Returned Regent. Aptly named. Aptly named. Uh, I love how stuff here is either like it sounds like it either like like emo or like metal like you know black metal like band or Uh just like oh that uh that big thing that spews lava oh we call it the lava spewing big thing (laughs) yeah pretty much it's either that or or like you know the 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 fire of uh of a burning heart or something like that (laughs) what's what's that do it's that is what it says it is right uh so let's talk about a little bit of a history like factoids um, well like we mentioned earlier you know in mm-hmm. real life my leaky is from the finnish pantheon um and uh in like the D realm it says that though her fellow gods were you know kind of getting tired of of it says tiring of life which i'm not exactly sure what that means um that I, means they're bored yeah i guess so or maybe they're just like maybe they're getting older and just kind of like oh man like is this all this is getting real tiring i'm getting real sick of syrix shit if we're being honest uh it says my leaky was still too young and vibrant to give in to their apathy and so chose to establish a new following on toral among its many nature worshipers to stay strong uh it also says that it's likely that loviatar uh, the evil goddess of pain as well as the queen and servant to the evil god bane uh, pursued her there to do the same uh, because I of... cannot stand you right now. Is it all the rhyming? It was, yeah. The evil goddess of pain and the queen of Bane pursued her there to do the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because the rain in Spain stays mainly on the plane. Um, you know, mostly to, to remain strong, but also because she hated Myliki so much. Oh, yeah. It says that an early legend held that while Myliki drank from the shallows of River Ravin, the goddess-turned-unicorn LaRue appeared before her in a shaft of moonlight. So this goddess was like, you know what? I want to become a unicorn and, and you know, live my life like that. I mean, can't blame her. 
I mean, you get oh, to yeah, absolutely. show up no, on Lisa the, Frank oh. binders. Oh. Yes. Like, inner neon child is happy, but also want to be a like a forest hag. <laughs> like that part's forest, happy too. A forest it. nymph, let's say, like not a hag. Oh, I would go full hag. Like, I'm going to go would, live you in start the off, forest. Nymph, you start off like, I mean, like, like <clears> very like, uh, like carefully, like put, placing like your leaves and your hair. But then after a few, oh, after man, a little I bit, don't it's, know. it's like the I sweatpants equivalent. I think I'm more of like the gremlin that like smears a little bit of mud on one cheek and goes, meh, it's more apt. It's, it's fine. This, this I can, fine. I can go into town like this. I can go. Yeah, it's fine. I went from gremlin to forest hag. There we go. Uh, so they become friends and Mylikey taught LaRue to chase the moon through the forests of the north. Um, and this site where they met is later to be held sacred to both goddesses. Uh, and this is awesome. It says centuries later, they returned, you know, in the guise of a ranger and her steed. And there they discovered the moon silver in, uh, which they loved. They loved the fact that, um, that the people there like built it in harmony with the land rather than like cutting Ooh. down the trees to, to build it. And so they blessed the inn, making it a sanctuary for the good. And then the town or the city of Silvery Moon like was built and grew up around it. That's awesome. Uh, another legend uh, states that in late the late 1400s DR, after Mylikey was finished creating the forest, she sought uh, a guardian and representative on the material plane to keep watch there. And a green, Saloon, created mm-hmm. LaRue and sent her to work for Mylikey. So, you know, Myths and legends often contradict each other, you know. Yeah. And I love that fact. I love that, you know, in one part of Faerun, the story of them meeting uh, you know, at uh at the at the shallows of River Raven is mm-hmm. is what is believed. And then, you know, you travel north and they might think like, Oh no, like, you know, that's just you know, that uh She was a gift sent to her. Right, like exactly. Pegasus Her Hercules thing. Exactly. Um, yet another ancient but unsupported legend uh, says that the human Kala of Amaskar had, uh, or the human, uh, the humans of Amaskar had devoted mm-hmm. themselves to the to Bane, Bane the Black Lord, and mm-hmm. perpetrated numerous atrocities. Uh, and for their that deeds, just the nicest way. <laughs> let's see. Yeah, uh, that is the most polite way to say that. Numerous atrocities. <laughs> No need to get into specifics or details. No, that's accurate. Uh, and it says, for their deeds, the gods of law inflicted curses upon them. Uh, oh. Among them, Mylikey accusing them of acting like beasts, but committing human evils. And so then uh, cursed them to cast a uh, human, like turn them into animals, but casting human shadows to remind them of their crimes and oh. their lost souls. Um, and this is cool. Um, out of all of these was born the Periton, which is this vicious, like stag-headed, like eagle-bodied beast. So like the kind of like a like a like a deer or a stag with but with um the body of an eagle, like wings of oh. an eagle. Yeah, it's I'd never heard of it before. And it seems um not so much not scary, but I could see how it could be. <laughs> like um yeah. very much um Oh, what is that podcast I'm thinking of? The the Appalachia one? Oh yeah, Old Gods of Appalachia. Yes. I I could see that uh definitely yeah, I could, yeah. being terrifying in that context. Oh, this is definitely that lives in Kentucky or Tennessee, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. That thing exists. I saint it. My cousin saint it. it. 
Mm-hmm. My cousin, mm-hmm. God cousin, rest his soul. Uh, he wouldn't tell a lie except that one time, but I ain't talking about that. Oh, we talk, he committed numerous atrocities, I will admit. He might have perpetrated numerous atrocities, but... Uh, but he's a good guy. He's not right. <laughs> uh, also in the year of the curse, 1882 DR, the great Hamadryad sorceress known as the Hamagus sacrificed herself to protect the high forest from infestation by abyssal vegetation uh, during the rise of Hellgate Keep, which I didn't realize that abyssal vegetation existed. I didn't realize there's such a thing as like a like an evil carrot, but here we are. I mean, it okay, it does in Minecraft. Yeah, that's true. Evil carrots <laughs> do exist in Minecraft. I was saying, like, you can get vegetation from from the other side oh that is right yeah yeah that's another go. disney reference there we go abyssal reference i yeah i almost saw that the other day oh my god you really should it's great well my wife suggested it because we had the girls here and then mm-hmm. the girls were like no we're gonna do our own thing and we're like okay and i was like greatest showman she's like no nah, like let's watch something adult not like adult like that but something that we couldn't watch with the kids i didn't even <laughs> think that wow like an adult that's novel probably oh oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to a young adult novel right right oh no we know oh. so centuries uh, afterward the Hamagus would be adopted as like an obscure name for my herself you know in in, no. uh, in homage to you know that sacrifice that the sorceress okay. uh did you know way back when almost you know over almost a thousand years ago um, when the mighty mortal ranger Gwerin Winstrom hunted and killed a number of manifestations and even an avatar of Malar the Beast Lord, you know, one after the other just kind of hunted them down. Uh, Myliki made him a demigod in her service, and his church would then grow out of hers. Which I like that. I like how she's also like kind of like spreading the wealth. She's like, Hey, like you did good stuff. Here's some of my power and have get your own followers and yeah, You're a go good guy too. Go spread the good stuff. Uh, I love this one. Uh, that sometime in the 10th century DR, Myliki sent a glowing spell book to light the way of the legendary ranger Yornar the Tracker while he was lost in the forest and chased by bugbears. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Yornar the Tracker. Yeah. Was lost in the forest. Well, he might have gotten the name after the fact. And being chased by or tracked by. I mean, you know, he wasn't like, you know, people aren't always born with like the. I was wondering if the it happened that before. They have. As soon as you said you were not the tracker, I was like, oh, wonder when he got the name. Was I lost mean, in the forest, probably after this. Or maybe it was like one of those things, like, like you know, like you know, where they call um, like a big or uh, a big guy tiny. It's like, oh, there's you the tracker. You know, always getting lost. I like that you went with the big guy tiny and completely avoided the one reference I would have made. I'm proud of you. Which was Little John. Oh yeah, of course. I I mean that's that's your uh It is, man. That's your go-to Robin Hood men in tights. It is. I mean, how can it not be? I mean, I prefer my Robin Hoods to be foxes, but that's neither <gasps> here nor there. Um, okay, like can we just agree that most of the Robin Hoods are good? Can we just like most Robin Hoods are good. Mm-hmm. I was Luke utterly Skywalker's a Robin Hood. I was utterly obsessed with uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, as a kid. Ah, uh, I like 
Yeah, that's fair. Um, so uh, he is uh, lost in the forest, chased by bugbears, and Yornar right. you prays for guidance on what to mm-hmm. do with this glowing spell book. Uh, Myleki visits him in his sleep, saying, keep it with you and give it to one who will serve me. You will know when the time is right to bestow it. And it's said that he even felt a kiss on his cheek that was uh, had a touch of fire, yet as cool as spring water. Uh, so the book... Uh, came to be known as Yornar's trail companion, and then was you know passed on from ranger to ranger, from priest to priest, a priest to ranger, you know down right. through the centuries, uh, throughout the realms. Um, and it's thought that Myleki sent the book out to inspire and encourage her faithful, and to strengthen the magic of her priests. Hmm. Um, additionally, um, it's said that when the gods were cast down to the mortal world by Ao. In the year of shadows, 1359 DR, Myleki was among the few gentle sisters who prayed to the overguard overgod for guidance on how they should behave on how, like, how, like, what can we do? Um, but they fell like the others. And this made me sad, actually, like, after, and, like this being like at the tail end of all my research after like pretty much falling in love with Myleki. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It says Myleki landing in and destroying her own grove by the headwaters of the unicorn's run. And That's I was messed like, up. what? That is messed up. That's you didn't have to do our girl like that. Ayo, come on. But, Rude. you know, it was a lesson to be learned, you know, as she lay alone, stunned and racked with burning pain. Ayo commanded my leaky to quote, no true mercy, kindness and humility. Find the tablets of fate that divine hand stole away from Helm's guardianship. Hope and pray and show lesser beings help and compassion. So, you know, not knowing how to find these tablets, nor anything right. really beyond her own forests, Myleki sought out the great mortal sage and Harper friend, Elminster. Um, on the way, this guy. Uh, this guy, on the way, she had heard of a Harper ranger by the name of Moon Gentle Lorin, uh, who'd kept vigil and prayed to Myleki all through the night for guidance and came to her in the cold, misty dawn and uh, appearing quite human. Uh or rather, um, Myleki appeared to the ranger. Myleki told Moon Gentle mm-hmm. all that had happened and told her to spread the word to all good and gentle creatures before going on her way. And then during the ensuing time of troubles, Myleki adapted well to Avatar form and didn't abandon her responsibilities. And because she was already like pretty much lived on the prime material plane, she really right. didn't like, lose any power. Um. However, like, you know, so many strain gods wandering the world, it says, gave her faithful uh, no end of grief. Oh, ain't that the truth? Right. Uh, it says in one incident, Elminster apparently summoned both Myleki and, um, the, you know, her kind of sister, like the, the person who she gives mm-hmm. sisterly hugs to, mm-hmm, Elda, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Dotha, uh, mm-hmm. to his side to intercede for three rangers who are held captive and threatened with sacrifice by this crazed um, Elethine priest. Um, they walked in, declared they were sisters and friends, and the priest was utterly shocked at ha- like meeting these two goddesses in, in the flesh and released the rangers. Uh, it says the goddesses embraced each one another, again, with the sisterly hugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they shook hands with Elminster and departed, uh, but it says that before she left, Myleki tousled Elminster's hair and told him he'd done well, which it's like... I mean, like, Ma'am. this is like the most powerful wizard in the realms, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. arguably. 
and you're just gonna she tossle. just good boyed him yeah and like that's like i rock with my leaky absolutely i'm in i yeah uh also in the year of the gauntlet 1369 dr my ordered a complete restructuring of her clergy including the oh. reintroduction of druids uh this action not only arrested the decline of her power you know through like the time of troubles and the and spell plague and all that yeah um it bolstered it and gave Ooh. uh gave her enough to establish her first divine realm in the outer plains that's awesome um with the aid of adventurers um or rather in the events of the spell plague in the year of blue fire mm-hmm. uh, 1385 dr uh when a unicorn possibly an avatar of Mylikki, or at least, you know, possibly one of her servants like LaRue. Um, mm-hmm. uh, a unicorn took Cadabri and Regis, who we know from the Legend of Dritz uh, novels, took them away to this private paradise that she had prepared for them um, so that they would remain like untouched, uh, you know, and unharmed by the turmoil that, you know, would follow for, during the spell plague. And this was presumably done as a favor to one Dritz Duarden. So, I uh, I agree with your initial assessment. You love my leaky. You absolutely I do. do. Yeah, I'm I'm here for the ten foot tall forest mommy. <laughs> yeah, tree mommy. Ten <laughs> tree foot mommy. tall tree mommy. Take me away. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with this. She sounds fantastic. Yeah, my leaky's awesome, and we'll have a um a patron plus installment for mm-hmm. our scholar level and up patrons. Uh, talking there about um, um, her not her her father slash not father, so the not find, father. It's uh... find out what's going on with Sylvanas. What's what what his story is? Heck yes! Thank you so much for listening to uh, yes. the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. Uh, listening to our weird non sequiturs, um, <laughs> or uh, trying to reference as many Disney movies as possible. Uh, you know, within context. I'm I'm real proud of the work we did today. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel good. I feel good. I feel good about it. I'm going to sleep well tonight. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> My name is Sergio, and I'm Mary. Fare thee well, dear listener, and until we meet again, may all your twenties be natural. Thank you for listening to the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. If you've enjoyed the show, consider following us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at D&D Lorecast or jumping into the Robots Radio Discord to chat more with us about Dungeons and Dragons. We'll see you soon. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net